Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. So if you're caught up on WandaVision, you'll understand what we're talking about. If not, spoilers ahead. The most recent episode saw Pietro, better known as Quicksilver, make a triumphant return to the MCU. Only it wasn't the Pietro we know. This Pietro was Evan Peters from the Fox X-Men movies. Later in the week, I'll talk about the importance of this and what it could mean going forward. But first, I want to talk about recasts. It is a time-honored tradition on the big and small screen that when someone wants more money or is being difficult but the character is too loved to just replace them. Today, I'm going to talk about some of the biggest recasts in history. I'm going to try and not play favorites, but you totally can. Let me know if you prefer the original or new actor in the comments below or on Facebook. Let's start with one that's been talked about a lot lately, and that is Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Jenny Hubert Witten played the role for the first three seasons of the iconic show. After a huge and very public falling out with Will Smith, she was gone from the show and replaced by Daphne Maxwell-Reed. Hubert Witten was very vocal about the attitude and demeanor of the Fresh Prince. For years, she refused to do anything towards a reunion of the show. That all changed in 2020. HBO debuted the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. If you're at all a fan of the show, you should go check it out. It is so good. Uh, and let's just say I did, uh, I did shed a few tears. It, it's awesome. Anyways, during the planning and production of the show, Will managed to convince Janie to have a sit-down and talk. More importantly, she apo- he apologized. The two share a very touching and tender moment, almost like it was written for uh, an after-school special, and she eventually joins the rest of the cast for a roundtable discussion. Sometimes, an animated character might sound different because of a recast behind the microphone. On Family Guy, we got to see, or rather hear, a situation just like that after season one. In the freshman year of the show, Meg was voiced by the lovely and talented Lacey Chabert. After the season wrapped, she left to fulfill some other obligations and was replaced by the equally lovely and talented Mila Kunis. I always thought it was funny that Meg, who is always played uh, played as the annoying and hideous one, has always been voiced by insanely beautiful women. Unlike the Fresh Prince fiasco, There doesn't seem to be any bad blood here, as Lacey came back in season eight to voice Meg as part of a time travel multiple dimensions gag. Speaking of beauty, I have to talk about Catwoman. In the 66 Batman TV series and film, there weren't two but three different actresses behind the cowl. If you're doing the math, that averages out to uh, one cat per season. Lee Merriweather, Eartha Kitt, and Julie Newmar, thanks for everything all don the ears at one point or another. Probably more so than any others we talk about today, these three all have fans that champion while one is better than the others. 
Now, I could do a whole week's worth of shows about Game of Thrones recasts. Dozens, literally dozens of characters have been played by multiple actors. The Night King, Dario Naharis, Marcella Baratheon, the Three-Eyed Raven, and the Mountain, just to name a few. The original actors must have all read the script for the final season and got while the getting was good. Another show that has seen its fair share of recast is Tim Allen's Last Man Standing. Recently, the show moved from ABC to Fox, which usually causes massive shakeups, but a lot of these happened before the move. Season one had Nick Jonas play boyfriend Ryan Vogelson before, before being replaced by Jordan Masterson. Allen's oldest daughter on the show, Kristen, was originally played by Alexandra Krosny, but since season two, Amanda Fuller had brought the character to life. Mandy, the middle Baxter, couldn't be left out and saw an actress swap after six seasons. The role started with Molly Ephraim before going to Molly Cook. Maybe two Mollies are better than one. Sometimes recasts aren't permanent. Sometimes they are a revolving door. Look at Becky from Roseanne. Alicia Gorenson stuck with the role for five seasons before leaving to go to college. When she did, she was replaced by Sarah Chalk. Alicia would come back to the role only to re be replaced by, again by Sarah Chalk, only to have Gorenson return to the character in the reboot. That is some multiversal madness right there. Another case of on-again, off-again recasting is Lionel Jefferson from The Jeffersons. Mike Evans bookended the series while Damon Evans, no relation, played the role for 36 episodes in the middle. I know there's probably one recast you've been waiting to hear about, and I saved it until the end for a reason. To me, this is the WrestleMania of recast, the Alpha and the Omega, the one where some executive somewhere said, who cares? They won't notice, just do it. I'm of course talking about my two Darrens. To be fair, to be fair, it was original actor Dick York's choice to step away from the role. He had suffered a back injury on set of a movie and it caused a whole mess of health problems for him. He played Darren Stevens for the first five seasons of Bewitched. The producers respected his wishes, but didn't want to walk away from a hit show. So they brought in Dick Sargent as the new Darren. Now I'm not going to make the same joke I did earlier about two Mollies here for obvious reasons, but this caught everyone off guard. For a full three seasons, Sargent played the confused and fumbling husband trying to navigate his way through his wife's world of magic. Sound familiar? WandaVision has done an amazing job paying homage to the sitcoms of the past, and as we learned today, recast is a big part of that tradition. Is it any coincidence that the most iconic recast is from a show WandaVision is borrowing heavy from? Let me know what you think. You can let me know in the comments here below on SoundCloud or on social media. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of it. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can also email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that does it for me today. Again, I'm Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Uh -huh.